Hey friends, it's Kenny Jang here with the Church Butler Lunch and Learn podcast. What's happening right now? I'm in New York City, uh, Madison Square Garden area, the Rockin' Rileys rooftop. Uh, what do you call this? A, an atrium. And I find myself with two handsome gentlemen. Uh, I've got the pleasure of eating breakfast with Neil Smith. Neil, say hello. Hello. And the one and only Mr. Fulgenzi. Hello. Um, we've got uh, a couple minutes here for our lunch and learn and thought we'd share uh, some wisdom of what's going on in the me- social media world. One of the things today that I'd love to talk about is engagement. Uh, one of the things that people are constantly emailing me and messaging me at Church Butler is about um, what type of content can people be putting up to find more engagement, more likes, more shares, more reads. Um, it's a challenge. I think finding content and posting is one half of the equation, but curating that content is another. I personally think form factor is also something you need to think about. It's not all the same. You can't post the same image or the same video in all different areas and channels. And so uh, maybe today, gentlemen, we could share what you're seeing. What's the one place that people should be focusing on in terms of publishing content? Is it the Facebook news feed, groups, pages, stories, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, what, where should people be focusing their time? This is the summertime. We've got some uh, time to rejuvenate and um, reassess our strategies for content. Um, and so maybe Casey, I'll, I'll let you go first. What are you seeing for Redeemer Presbyterian Church's content? What's working and some of the other churches that you're working with as well? I would say I think the biggest thing right now is Instagram stories. Uh, I think that's just still a huge uh, opportunity that a lot of churches aren't taking advantage of. Um, and there's so many things that can you, you can do on there. Um, from the easiest place to find content would be from your weekly sermons. Just taking that and cutting out 15-second clips and putting that on social works great for stories. Um, the other thing would be I would say behind the scenes. Uh, so like going around just even at your church offices and talking with the staff, uh, doing quick things. We did something uh, a couple months ago, it was like National Pizza Day, and I literally went around and just asked uh, different staff people what their favorite pizza place was, and then tagged the location uh, of where, wherever the, their favorite Okay, let, let's stop right there, because I think that's a great example of engaging content, and people get pushback all the time where this, uh, the pastor or other managers might say, hey, dude, that has nothing to do with church, has nothing to do with Jesus. Why is a church channel posting about National Pizza Day? Um, it's something that we talk about all the time at Church Bible that you have to do more of as we go forward in time. Um, did you get any pushback? What's the, you know, what's your rationale, et cetera? I think I pushed back a little bit in the sense that it was silly and some people just didn't understand it. Um, but I think it was, uh, t- in my mind, um, I think as Christians, we're called to be uh, involved in our communities, supporting local businesses um, in, in whatever ways that we can. And I think that was just a very simple way. We talked about sitting different local pizza shops um, and, and, it, and also by showing it to our audience, and I hope, I don't know if it did, I don't have any stats to show that it did, but I hope that maybe a few people that watched it, it was a couple hundred people that watched it, actually maybe went to those restaurants 
um, whether that day or sometime down the line where maybe they hadn't heard about that and it happened to be a restaurant that was nearby them. And this was all throughout New York, so it could have easily been someplace that was near them. But I think we're called as Christians to support local businesses, whether Christian or not. I think it's a great witness. I think it's just uh, good for our, good for the culture, good for the city. Um, and it's a way to, uh, to really show that you're involved in the community. Yeah, I, I love the fact that you've got such a well-respected, um, you know, um, established brand like Redeemer Presbyterian Church looking at social and using this as an opportunity to engage the communities and neighborhoods that you're living around, right? So it's not just about the building or the church or the pastor, but it's about community. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, for us, we have multiple churches throughout the city and they're each, um, they're ideas that we can be really involved in neighborhoods and uh, the different churches are unique in the sense that our Upper West Side church is very unique to Upper West Side and it's going to be focused on that community. That's where the people are, ideally that's where they live, that's where they're doing life at, that's where they're eating, that's where uh, they're going out and spend their time, that's where their kids are hanging out with and going to school. Um, so you're doing everything else there. Um, you should be involved in all those ways and there's, there's no reason church has to be separate from that instead it should be just as involved yeah and, and those posts definitely got engagement right yeah absolutely we had uh people uh people people responded and told me places that they liked even though we didn't ask that um and they were fun i i basically and most of them i did like uh, a boomerang of whoever the person i was asking so they people also got to see the staff person that was recommending it and I did a boomerang and they were usually doing something silly or wrote on a sticky note like what their favorite place was and like throwing that at, at the camera or something and so it was also a good way for people to see our staff and like we're just like you we like pizza uh, we're silly uh, it's not all buttoned up and uh, you know suit and tie on a Sunday yeah we're personal, like, uh, so they showed showed some of that aspect as well. Definitely. I recently, if people are following my blogging, I recently um, shared a, a good framework, G-O-O-D framework for content, and the second O stood for oddities or personalities. You want to give your staff visibility, your volunteers visibility, humanize people by sharing their personalities, and um, sharing a boomerang video uh, visually, I think, is great. Um, Nils, you travel the world jet-setting, looking at churches, high and far um what's working in in your world what do you see on the social media world that people are using that are getting engagement today yeah i, I think facebook is still the place to primarily focus and i think you got to be diversified on facebook it was everything on a page uh now i think you've got to be diversified between your page your your messenger bot and your group and and i think so our content strategy we we use for clients is inspiration information conversation connection and celebration and so we say that now where you put all of that in your page content now you diversify that with your page primarily being inspiration your bot being primarily information and your group being connection celebration and conversation and, and so really focusing even the majority at least 50 percent of your energy on that group but but don't ignore those other two because they feed into it your page builds awareness your bot engages around direct information and then your group is where you're building community Nice. I love that framework, too. Uh, one of the things that caught my eye personally is that there's, a, I think, a Pew Research study just, just came out on teens and where they're spending all their time. And as we know, as we all get older, gentlemen, Facebook is still the dominant force. But the young'uns, like my daughter and my son, they're spending more time on Insta and Snapchat. And so the one place I'm trying to get everyone to focus on is Instagram, particularly. 
Um, and I think I've said it over and over again, video is the new black. And so you got to look at video content. Stop looking at the prices for the latest DSLRs. Just pull out your iPhone and start taking video and posting and see what happens. Um, one of the things I'll flag right now that's going to be, I think, a game changer, and this is where everyone starts to, needs to start putting their thinking caps, is that Instagram just, I think, announced that they're changing the length of video that's going to be... A, um, allowed on Instagram. I think it's going to be up to one hour now, I believe. Um, I don't know who's going to sit there and scroll and stop because that's not our normal behavior. I, I think all the the youth are going to YouTube every day for content, but I think that's what Facebook's move is. Facebook is trying to counter YouTube being the default place to get long-form video content and keep it in, in their ecosystem. And so um, I don't know what you do with it. I think the default reaction is going to be, let's put up our whole sermon onto Instagram. And my gut tells me you can start there, but you cannot stop there. Um, and what would you do with long form video? So just one last question as we, as we close this out, I guess brainstorm, what would be one idea for long form video content for Instagram that you guys would think would be appropriate to test out and, and try once, once this comes down the pike? Casey, you first. Uh, I think one-on-one -on -one with the pastor, uh, especially if you, if you can get your pastor to buy into doing maybe daily devotionals or even if it's just a weekly devotional, I think that's an easy thing that could work great as a five to ten minute thing. I know a lot of churches are doing that already on Facebook and Facebook Live. I think that's a natural thing to do on Instagram as well. Um, and the good thing about all of these changes and stuff that like Snapchat and Instagram stories, is, uh, as you suggested, Kenny, is like, the quality doesn't matter as much anymore. We're used to uh, people just recording on their phone. Like we're used to that quality. So the, the quality, there's no longer a quality barrier, barrier of, I need to invest a thousand plus dollars into a nice DSLR camera. Actually, you can just use the camera you already have on your phone. And uh, people expect that and they're fine with it. So uh, there's no reason you can't just pull out your phone and do those type of quick, like what we're doing right now with a lunch and learn or anything like that. But you can do those things video in your in your pastor's office and just do a quick devotional recap from the, the past week's sermon or even doing uh, kind of a breakdown of what's to come in the next week's sermon. Awesome. Nils, any great brainstorm ideas from you for long-form video content on Insta? Yeah, so I would do interview style as well. I would do kind of like a meet Tim or meet Pete and meet church members and just do an interview style with church members every day, once a week, or often you do it, just get to know church members, interview them with the same five questions. Ask kind of like them. a Humans of New York type of like series. Humans of New York, of Humans of First Baptist. That's a great idea. You want to humanize the experience, show the peers that are going to the church are just like you and me, yep. um, not some weirdos going to this church. Yep. Um, and, and I think your idea of standardizing the questions is an interesting one. What's one or two of the questions that you would ask? What is your favorite color? Just just like Casey shared earlier, what, what's your favorite pizza in town? Uh, people like to know like things that are relatable to other people in the congregation. Uh, that that is standard. Everyone has a favorite color. Everyone has a favorite slice of pizza somewhere. Uh, Almost like, like where do you go for comfort food in town, right? Yeah. What's your favorite joint or something like that? Yep. Yep. Yeah, in New York, it's easy to do. Where's your favorite coffee shop? Or favorite uh, for a podcast we're doing, we're asking, I think, favorite music, favorite music venue or something like that. New York, we have a lot of those options, but there's plenty of stuff locally. Favorite taco shop, whatever, whatever you want. Awesome. So um, we're closed out today. Today's Lunch and Learn. There you have some great ideas for engagement. I'd love for you guys to loop back some feedback on your ideas below. 
and also let us know. Um, I'll, I'll end with a question for engagement. What's your favorite podcast? What are the places that you're listening to other than this one? Um, because we are always on the lookout uh, to discover new, fresh, vibrant, energetic content that we can fill our podcast feeds with. So um, leave that in the comments. Social Media Church, Social Media Church Podcast. <laughs> Um, can you preview the podcast that you're going to come out with soon? Yeah, we're working on, uh, for a Redeemer, so Gospel and Life, the, the resource side I run, we're working on, a, we're trialing right now a different, few different podcasts. Uh, right now, working titles for the city. Um, and so uh, hopefully that'll be coming out. I think we're planning to launch it in the fall, early fall, actually. So not too Okay, and uh, as we sign off, uh, your deets, gentlemen, your contact information, how do they get to you? Uh, what's the best way to get to you directly? Uh, CaseyFulgenzi.com and handles at CaseyFulgenzi everywhere. NilSmith.com at NilSmith. And this is Kenny Jang signing out for the Church Butler Lunch and Learn podcast. Thanks for checking in today. Hopefully you got some um, nuggets of information that you can test out and get inspired with to use your social media feeds creatively. Um, just uh, check back here every week for the next Lunch and Learn. Remember, be social and stay social.